0: Spoil the Bible. Today I'm joined by Fran Trescritti. Uh, Fran is the brand manager for Spoil the Bible. Fran, thank you for being with us today. Oh, So good to be here. And What we're going to be looking at today is a study of Romans chapter 15. This is our 14th session of our study of the book of Romans. Passage is organized this way. First of all in verses 14 through 16, the main emphasis there is fulfilling your call. Paul commended the Roman believers and then explained that he was writing them so that he could, could fulfill his calling as a minister to Gentiles. Uh, Paul viewed people whom he led to Christ as an offering to be presented to Christ himself. Mm-hmm. In verses 17 through 19, Paul then focuses on the idea of us boasting about Jesus. He professed to both a, boast about Jesus to others, recognizing that what he accomplished was a direct result of God's working in and through him. And he was very careful to point others to Jesus with what he was doing. In verses twenty through twenty-one, Paul then outlines this idea. He his his purpose is to seek the lost. He declared his desire to share the gospel with people who had not yet heard about Jesus. He wanted these new works to become foundations for more ministry. Then, in verses thirty through thirty-three, Paul requested that the Roman believers pray for him as he sought to fulfill his calling of reaching people with the gospel one part of that prayer included his visit to them which would serve as encouragement to them and, and to him as well so the whole idea in this particular uh, chapter chapter 15 is about cooperation yes. now i mentioned uh, in uh, just in passing uh, that he he saw this as direct result of god working in and through him but in verse 19 he mentions jerusalem and he mentions Illyricum. Help us understand, Fran, a little bit about the significance of him mentioning Illyricum.
1: Well, I, I love that this particular emphasis is on at the end of our Roman study. You know, we have had believers here and, and, and uh, groups looking at all 14 now uh, sessions uh, through Romans. This last one obviously is a call to action, right? It's a call for us to take the gospel to, to the ends of the world and you know when we are looking at passages like this and we're looking at books like this it is very easy for us to get internal and internal in our thinking and to to sit in our in our quote unquote holy huddles right yeah. and and paul is challenging us as he's challenging the believers then to get out and to get out with the gospel um illyricum was uh, northeast of um, the adriatic sea it was uh, uh, around macedonia it was a thousand miles from Jerusalem. It represented the end of the world, the end of the earth, as far as you can go. The Alps were there, the uh, Danube River, River was in that area. And so it represented an area that, that Paul can say, you know what, this is what we mean by taking the gospel as far as we can possibly go um, as, as human beings at this point in time. and And the point of this is He's saying, "Listen, take the gospel as far as you can go. What do we do as believers today? How far can we take the gospel um, as far as we can go? We do it through missionaries. We do it ourselves in mission trips. We do it through technology. We do it through through print. What can we do to take the gospel to people who it, it just it just it's a tender spot in my heart who have not heard." how can we do that?
0: Paul's challenge is is for us, have we done everything we could do to make sure that even the people who are wherever that area is for us, that, that is the
1: limit of where we could go. Absolutely. Do they know the truths of of what's been laid out in Romans. That's right, that's right. And you know, I I went one time with my wife, and this is going back about six, seven years ago. We went to a place in Nepal, and and many people don't know where Nepal is, but it's in between India and China, it's where Mm -hmm. the Himalayas are. And we went to a little town there and had the chance to do training for church leaders. I I was able to train uh, deacons and pastors, and Christianity in that country is only about 40 years old. And let me tell you something. It is brand new to these people, and it, it was exploding at the time that we were there. And these people are just trying to just find out, and they were so hungry to hear about the Word of God and the gospels being spread like crazy. And and these are places that we have to keep in mind when we're praying, when we're going, when we're doing, when we're giving to the ends of the earth.
0: Now, obviously, you were partnering with other folks to make that yes, happen Yes, absolutely. Paul is adamant here about partnering with other folks. Yes, he's asking for prayer. He's asking to be a part of. it. Asking, I mean, there's all kinds of things here about about that in this passage. Yes. Yes. What are some things that you think drove Paul to be so adamant about
1: partnering with other believers? Yeah. Well, you know, of course, Paul connected with with believers all over um, the areas that he visited, and he would he would start a church. He would train the leaders. Uh, in, in some cases he would and, and, and he would he would nurture them and, and continue to help grow them in, in the gospel and these believers would then uh, connect with other believers and other churches and, and I, I think Paul saw the advantage of being able to like-minded believers in Christ to be together to, to take on a project and a commission that was so much bigger than themselves and for us today we have like-minded believers who believe the same things we do about Jesus. So the, 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 Christ, the essentials of becoming a follower of Jesus Christ and, and, and being able to partner together that we can do something that's a lot bigger than an individual church or an individual believer would do. We need each other to take on a massive mission to the world. Are there some principles that we can follow when it comes to partnering with others? Absolutely, absolutely. The Baptist Faith and Message talks about this. It talks about us being able to organize um, maybe locally, statewide, maybe even uh, uh, across uh, the country and across the world to be able to cooperate to, to further the kingdom. I believe that we need to look at, at our, the way we cooperate and, and through some different lenses. Of course, we, I mentioned, as believers, we have certain beliefs that it takes to be a Christian. We believe certain elements about Christ, certain elements about the gospel, that when you believe this, you're a believer in Christ. Um, and so we, we would agree that, that these are the basic tier one elements of being a Christian. Outside of that, there are denominational dis- distinctives that we have, that other denominations might have, that if we don't agree with that, we wouldn't say that they're not believers, we just may not agree on those particular Example. elements um, it might be um, it might be the structure of how we conduct um, ourselves in the churches we might say the church polity church polity that might be one might be baptism we you know we we believe strongly that the the bible is clear about immersion baptism um, others may not believe that and so we have a denominational distinctive that we hold to within our denomination we might have churches that might um, have their own tier. They might, they might have disagreements about, for example, um, how often they take the Lord's Supper. Um, uh, and so we, we may have a tier of, of Christian essentials, a tier of denominations, and a tier of Christian uh, of churches in, in the denomination that may disagree on things like that. And then there's also personal preferences, which is a fourth tier where we may disagree, Duane, you and I, about the timing of Christ's return, right? We could still be in the same Sunday school class yeah. together, yeah. now, right? We would we would both agree he's returning. That's
0: right. That's the, right. The specifics of it might be
1: different. That's right. But but we wouldn't disfellowship over that. And so there's there's these different tiers or different uh, points that we may agree or disagree on. So what do we follow when it comes to partnering with others? Obviously, we want to make sure that when we partner with someone else, we believe the same of the essentials of the Christian faith. Second, when it comes to teaching, we want to make sure that we agree on the basic distinctives of doctrine. So one good place that I like to start when I was pastoring, especially in the local church, is I made sure that we were in line with the Baptist Faith and Message with other, uh, other churches, that they taught in, in accordance with and not contrary to mm-hmm. the Baptist faith, the faith and Message. And that was a great uh, document for me. Now, I, I drew a, on this piece of paper here where we we're sitting here talking yeah. about this. I drew a pyramid to
0: help me think through those four elements. On That's the great. bottom of the pyramid, I wrote the word essentials. Those are essential beliefs. Yes. Then the second thing I wrote is denominational beliefs. Mm-hmm. Then church beliefs. Mm-hmm. And then preferences. Yes. The closer you get to the top, mm-hmm. the more narrow your perspective is. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and the further out you get, so going from the top down, from the top you would have preferences Then church, then denominational Mm -hmm. uh, beliefs, and then essentials for the Christian faith. That's right. The further you get at uh, to the bottom, or the closer you get to the bottom, the broader your opportunities for fellowship may be in cooperation. Yeah. Um, So, and and it may be dependent upon what you're doing as to the level of cooperation. That's right. If we have the idea that the key, a key point for denominational. Uh, emphasis is teaching mm-hmm. and if this is something about teaching then that may be the level where we stop for cooperation. That's right. That's if right. it's about simply, I hate to use the word simply, but if it's about us sharing the gospel with other folks. That's right. Let's say a, uh, a crusader Crusade. campaign that's sure. in the city Then that may be more along the lines of essentials, Mm -hmm. and that would broaden the scope of who we
1: would relate to at that point. That's right. As long as we're careful and we're mindful and we're thinking it through, I think the point is we think through our levels of cooperation. I think it's important. Let me just mention this, too. The problems come where people take the that higher level, that personal preference level, and we make it an essential of Christianity. That's where we start to see people trip up. Mm-hmm. So, um, if if you say, for example, say, well, the timing of Christ's return is a Christian essential, well, that would be a, a very difficult case to make. Yeah. And so, we want to be very careful. We don't take those narrowest of focus, the the the, the personal preferences, and make them essentials. Uh, uh, doctrines for the Christian Christian life. Well,
0: it could be practice, too. That it could be. Yeah. We make a practice an essential yeah. as well. Yeah, sure. And that may not necessarily be sure. the case. Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Uh, are there any other things, any other insights that you would like to share about this particular session?
1: Yeah, I think it's keeping a big picture. The the big picture is the the why of what we do. And and Jesus Christ sent us out to make disciples of all men. And we need to remember that that Jesus gave us a commission as believers in Christ to help make disciples. That can look a, a whole lot different depending on where you're at, what context you're in. And, and really the point is, let's get the gospel out to people, let's help make disciples, let's teach them, let's share with them, let's grow them so that they can be also be sent out to make more believers. And it's an ongoing process that we do as believers, as we do as churches, so that more people may worship Jesus in the end and God will be glorified with what we do. So this passage affirms both of those things, us Absolutely. working with uh,
0: believers, helping them further understand the gospel, yes, uh, and, and the Christian life itself, how they can live that out so that they too can tell other people. yes. And it also affirms us going to where no one has ever heard the gospel. yes. Both of those things are affirmed in this passage, which is important for us to keep in mind, Paul's doing both of those things by writing this letter. Yes, he's wanting to share with folks what the gospel is, and some of them, most may have never heard. Yet he's writing it to believers, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a a letter to believers, explaining this is what we believe. That's right. So both of those things are happening in itself with Paul writing this letter. That's right. Uh, We're finishing up. This is our last session in our Mm -hmm. study of Romans, It's been a rich study, been a full study. There have been hard passages, a lot of great discussions, I'm sure, that's happened in in different groups. In my group, I know that's happened. Um, And we appreciate the opportunity that you've taken uh, to be with us during these last 14 weeks as we've looked at these lessons. Uh, Next week, we'll begin a new study. Uh, We'll be looking at Proverbs and Song of Solomon during the, during the summer months. Uh, and so looking forward to that. There's some great insights there as well. But thank you once again. If there are comments, things you want to share with us about Explore the Bible, please feel free to do so. You can share it at my email. It's duane, d-w-a-y-n-e dot mccrary, m-c-c-r-a-r-y at lifeway.com. And I will be more than happy to share those comments with the rest of the team. We get all kinds of different comments, some that are for or against the same things. It gives us uh, some direction on how we can look at the future, how we can think through what we do, and we need to hear those kind of things from you so that it makes us a better servants of you and the group that you lead.